Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This podcast is sponsored by Kapili Solar Roofing, building peace of mind one roof at a time. Kids City Adventure, Hawaii's only indoor luxury playground. And Long's Drugs. Download the CVS app today and make Long's a part of your day. It is March 1st, 2023, and this is now on HNN. A train crash in Greece kills over 35 people. Passengers recount the terrifying moments. A man's mysterious death on Kauai leads to the arrest of two people. A big change is coming that will lower the price of some insulins for diabetes patients. I'm Wendy Gillette. I'll share what one major drug maker has announced. These stories and more coming up on This Is Now. The impacts of severe weather continue to be felt across Oahu. This is footage from the Pali Highway this morning after a downed tree covered Kailua-bound lanes. Now, police shut down the area briefly for some work to clean up that mess. And out in East Oahu, crews responded to a tilted electric pole in Kaneohe. As we have witnessed throughout the week, strong winds and downpours seen statewide with more activity ahead in the forecast. We're going to give you guys a live look outside. We've been watching this camera. This is our camera looking out uh, from downtown Honolulu. It has been changing minute by minute. Just a few moments ago, you could barely see anything because the rain was coming down so hard. But now, as you can see, the winds are blowing these showers through, so it's kind of clearing out just a little bit. We also want to give you an update on some power outages. About 30 minutes ago, we heard from Hiko that there is a rather significant outage in the Kaneohe area. About 1,400 people are without power there. But some good news, about 650 people in Waipahu who had no power earlier this morning, all of those customers have since been restored. So again, a lot to keep track of in terms of the weather. Thank you guys for being here on This Is Now. We'll give you your full forecast in just a moment, but first we want to begin with the unfolding tragedy in Greece. Yeah, a head-on crash between two trains has killed at least 35 people with dozens more injured. Uh, Ian Lee has a look at the disaster. It took just seconds to turn a long holiday weekend into a disaster. The passenger train packed with college students slammed head-on into a freight train late last night, sending cars flying off the tracks and at least three bursting into flames. This passenger says, we heard a big bang. It was 10 nightmare seconds. As we were turning over, we were burning. There was fire right and left. Throughout the night, rescue teams scoured the twisted and smoking wreckage for survivors and the dead. The force of the crash reportedly threw passengers out of windows, while some survivors smashed glass to escape. This man says he managed to get out by climbing through a hole in his carriage. Dozens were taken to nearby hospitals. Daylight revealed the scale of the carnage 230 miles north of Athens. The transport minister choked up as he promised to find out what went wrong. Hours later, he resigned, saying it was out of respect for people who died so unfairly. 
Authorities arrested the station master in charge of signals on the tracks and detained at least two more people for questioning. Ian Lee, CBS News. Back here at home, the healthcare worker strike on Maui and Lanai is now entering its second week. Hundreds with Maui Memorial Medical Center, Kula Hospital, and Lanai Community Hospital remain on the picket line, fighting for better pay and reasonable shifts. We spoke with one of the employees holding out. What I would like to tell the community is we're not neglecting or we're not trying to neglect the job that we are committed. We are still here. We just want to be heard by our management. Maui Health is deploying additional staff to cover areas impacted by workers on strike. Negotiations are scheduled to resume Monday. A man is in critical condition following an apparent stabbing last night at Ke'ehi Lagoon Beach Park. Police were called to the park just before 7 p.m. EMS tells us the victim is in his 20s and was stabbed in his upper body. No word yet on any arrests. We're learning more about the two people killed in last week's Makiki house fire. The elderly couple married for years and raised a family together. Jelani Martinez spoke with their loved ones. The victim's son tells us they were high school sweethearts who were enjoying their golden years as grandparents. Though their personalities were different, they were so good together. Danny Ching went to St. Louis. Patty went to Sacred Hearts. They got married and had two children, including Derek. So she was a singer. He was a guitarist, <laughs> from what I remember. Um, and uh, so they met in a band. They had a band. Ching and his daughter, Sarah, now live in Singapore. Just saw them last year, and they were really, like, you know, lively and, like, pretty much having fun with their lives. Ching flew in to see his parents earlier this month when his dad had a health scare that put him in the ER. He wonders if that may have played a role in the fire on Spencer Street that investigators say was caused by an unattended portable cooking burner on the porch. Dad liked to cook. Yes, uh, but again, he had, I know he had some health issues. I think my understanding was he might have had a cardiac arrest. Sure. Um, and then things went from there, I suppose. The Ching family has created a GoFundMe for Danny and Patty's funeral. They say proceeds will also go toward creating an educational fire safety awareness program for Kapuna. You know, it's important to educate at the Kapuna and really understanding these safety procedures. I'm sure a local has some classes and things. Maybe you don't have to go to that degree, but maybe they should put more media awareness out on stuff like that. And then get that out to the elderly people, you know, community-wise and all that. I think that's important. A third tenant at the home was away when the fire broke out. Kathy Gross and her dog came home to find everything she owned was gone. She also has a GoFundMe account to help with her recovery. We put a link to the family's GoFundMe page on hawaiinewsnow.com as well as the, the third tenant's GoFundMe. Jelani Martinez, Hawaii News Now. On Kauai, police are investigating a man's death that's being described as suspicious. Authorities say 52-year-old John Diaz Jr. died after he was found unconscious on Kealia Beach with multiple injuries Friday night. 48-year-old Carl Tondevold of Nebraska and 43-year-old Christy Selvage of Kapa'a were arrested for murder. Anyone with information is asked to call KPD. New numbers from the Department of Health. The state reported 998 new cases with 12 deaths. These infection counts span two weeks as a report was not sent out last Wednesday. The state's current positivity rate is at 4.4%.
Well, relief is on the way for diabetes patients often faced with high insulin prices. A major drug maker is cutting those prices and expanding a cap on costs for those without insurance. CBS News correspondent Wendy Gillette has more on the changes. We're taking the next step to make getting affordable insulin less complicated. This ad from Eli Lilly announces its new pricing for insulin, capping out-of-pocket costs for diabetes patients at $35 a month. The company will slash prices of its most commonly prescribed insulins by at least 70%. How badly is this needed? One out of four people on insulin have uh, needed to ration their insulin, meaning not taking the recommended doses. Uh, that puts their health at risk uh, because of the high costs. The move comes amid pressure from lawmakers and patient advocates as insulin prices more than tripled over the past two decades, soaring to hundreds or even over $1,000 a month for the essential drug. President Biden criticized the escalating costs Tuesday. One in 10 Americans has diabetes. Every day, millions need insulin to control their diabetes and to stay alive. The president released a statement about Wednesday's development that says it's a big deal and it's time for other manufacturers to follow. The American Diabetes Association says 37 million Americans have diabetes and 8 million require insulin. The association says low-income Americans are more likely to develop the disease, so price reductions of insulin are especially necessary. Wendy Gillette, CBS News, New York. Let's talk about the U.S. economy now and how things really are shaping up, along with the possibility of a rolling recession. For more on this, let's bring in Karen Kafa from Washington, D.C. Aloha, Karen. Well, Dylan, you know, this idea of a recession has been hanging over the U.S. economy throughout this recovery, and so far things have stayed in positive territory. But how your neighbor in a different line of work feels about the economy, and you do, might be very different. It's same goes for geography as well. So we've heard more economists talking about this idea of a rolling recession, where different sectors of the economy contract, but not the entire economy as a whole. Economic data has been on a seesaw. Positive indicators like a historically low unemployment rate countered by negative numbers like a six-month housing sales slump. It's hard to understand today's economy because there's so many mixed signals. Economists have been using the term rolling recession more frequently. Sungwon Son, professor of finance and economics at Loyola Marymount University, says that means certain sectors seeing downturns at different times without the overall economy slumping. We take turns going down beginning with the housing, next consumers, and then businesses, and et cetera. For example, the U.S. still saw economic growth in the final quarter of 2022, and year-over-year consumer price inflation eased last month. But housing prices and manufacturing have sunk, and there have been mass layoffs in the tech and media industries. Joanne Weiner of George Washington University says unevenness is normal for a large and diverse economy, especially coming out of a traumatic event like the COVID-19 pandemic. Different areas will have different pressures on them over time. As to whether a broad recession is ahead, Song says that may depend upon how consumers respond to the economic headlines. How consumers behave in coming months and quarters, that is really the critical element of uh, the economic outlook. To prepare for any economic outcome, experts say households should pay down high interest debt as the Federal Reserve uses interest rate hikes to tame inflation and streamline spending to build emergency savings in case of a layoff. 
Our next big snapshot of the U.S. economy will come when the government issues its monthly jobs report on Friday morning. That will be looking back at the month of February. Now, Joanne Weiner, the economist you just saw in the piece, says it's probably less important to look at those big top-line numbers on unemployment and job growth and dig a little bit deeper into individual sectors. For example, construction hiring might give a sense of where the housing industry is headed, and the hospitality industry might give a sense of how willing consumers are to spend right now on things like travel and dining out. Dylan? Thanks, Karen. A lot of things to keep an eye on. I got a question for you. How do economists feel about the chance of the U.S. tipping into a full recession? And also, what indicators are they keeping an eye on? Well, Dylan, they're looking at the same uncertain, uneven numbers that the rest of us are. But the economists I spoke with are really keying in on two major things. First, the Federal Reserve and how they continue to navigate interest rate hikes in an effort to curb inflation. We saw inflation kind of pull back last month, but the Federal Reserve does have a target that they want to get that price inflation down to. And how quickly they act may have a big reaction on the economy. For example, if they pull back too much, you could slow spending too much, and that tips the economy economy into a recession. But they're also looking at how consumers feel about all this information they're absorbing. If you keep hearing headlines about job layoffs and, and different cutbacks, it might impact how willing you are to spend. And if consumers really, really slow down their spending, of course, that could also tip things over. So two big keys that those economists are watching in a sea of economic uncertainty, Dylan. Karen Kefa in Washington, D.C., thank you so much for breaking it all down for us today. Hawaii has a new tool in getting homeless people off the streets and into a more stable life. Casey Lund takes us to a new triage center at the Institute for Human Services. While we're here downstairs, we're up on the second floor. We're next to the women's shelter for IHS, uh, but downstairs is where those folks that, again, will need some medical detox help or mental health issue uh, help. They'll get checked in, they get showered, they kind of get stabilized to a certain extent, and then they come upstairs. And uh, they meet with folks like Yasmin Latour. She is the nurse manager for IHS. And I just want to pop in here, too. You can see some of the beds. It's an eight-bed facility. And Yasmin, I just want to talk about the process. So they get maybe dropped off here by HFD or referred otherwise. Um, what happens when they get checked in, and, and how quickly can they get care? So immediately, as soon as they come in, we're thinking about Maslow's basic physiological needs. Let's get them clean. Let's get them fed. Let's make sure they know that they're safe. And then we can start to work on the physical health conditions. So getting their drug screens done, assessing them for any type of mental illness, and then getting them on the phone or in person with our providers so that they can initiate medication right away. And then hopefully down the road, start to work towards more permanent housing, a job, and things like that. And, and, and that's kind of way down the road because they got they have to have that immediate help. Yes, I mean, thank you so much. We're going to keep going on because I also want to show this is such a nice space, such a nice, uh, relaxing, uh, well put together space and well thought out, uh, renovated business that's next to, like I said, the women's shelter. And um, but I want to talk to Connie Mitchell. She is the executive director of IHS. And this is uh, really where the staff will gather. Um, tell me a little bit about the idea behind this facility. I think when we um, have been doing homeless services for so long, we have outreach, we have shelters, but a lot of times that in-between stage of getting people off the street, you know, really cleaned up and ready for their next step is really difficult. People are dealing with addictions, mental illness, a lot of it, you know, when you're chronically homeless. So we felt like this was a gap in services and we really wanted to create a space for people to come and begin that journey. Yeah, and uh, the other part of this is I think that you're keeping those folks that HPD interacts with, that maybe the core team uh, through the city and county interacts with, um, really the only other option when they're having a serious uh, issue, 
is the hospital, the ER, right? That's correct. And so what we were wanting to do is to alleviate some of the burden on the hospital emergency rooms, as well as really kind of start the treatment here. Because many times when people are ready to go into treatment on the street, you know, there's not a bed ready for them, or they're not quite cleaned up enough to go to a program. So this would really be a solution, I think, you know, for that gap in service. Very good. Thank you so much for giving us a little sneak preview as well at this, uh, again, eight-bed facility opening in April. Uh, could really make a big difference for so many people that IHS helps. Guys, we'll send things back to you for now. Happening today, lawmakers are considering a bill that would bring financial relief to Hawaii teachers. House Bill 1049 would create a tax credit worth up to $500 for teachers who spend their own money on supplies. This would apply to public, charter, and private school teachers. According to the State Teachers Association, Hawaii educators spend an average of $950 out of pocket on school supplies. If the bill passes the House Finance Committee, it's expected to move on to the full house. Let's give you guys another live look outside. Like I mentioned at the top of the show, we have been watching this camera all morning conditions are constantly changing and right now it is really coming down i believe this is over i don't I'm know if this looking is over like Kalihi Kalihi Valley, Valley, the right? area yeah okay so that's what the conditions are right now again the downpours are spotty but the good news is the winds are blowing them rather quickly so there's no real threat of flooding but for more on this let's bring in our guy hoggy As we head into the weekend, we'll see fewer showers. We'll also get lighter winds. Finally, a break in the winds, right? But for today and tomorrow, uh, be on your toes because it's going to be very, very windy, especially today. Remember that wind advisory has been extended until tomorrow morning, and hopefully we get a break by Friday as those winds back off. Still a little breezy, but definitely drier by Friday. And then we're going to see some drier conditions with lighter winds over the weekend. But remember, there's going to be another front coming in between Monday and Tuesday, maybe into the Wednesday. That could be a significant rain event. We'll keep track of that as well. Well, they're famous in Japan, but they are also well known in Washington, D.C. That's right. Cherry blossom season is coming up. Here's a preview. The Yoshino cherry trees, a steady sight along the tidal basin for decades, just like the love of Barb and John Jaderborn. John grew up in D.C. in the 50s and remembers many, many blooms over, over the years. <laughs> Definitely romantic. <laughs> now they're back in town from Wisconsin to see their son. We're here to visit granddaughters and cherry blossoms. They got the buds on the cusp of reaching stage two of six to peak bloom. Mike Litterist with the National Park Service says this year's warmer winter has made it difficult to predict when the trees will reach peak bloom. The trees never reached winter dormancy, which means we didn't have a starting point to begin the calculations for when peak bloom is going to occur. Mike says with the swing in temperatures recently, even their indicator tree is sending mixed signals. We've seen four separate stages on that tree, depending on what branch you're looking at. So I think the trees are as confused as we are about this winter. And as spring revives the basin, Barb and John are happy to see new trees being planted. They can recall the days the only proper way to see the trees was in your Sunday best. Everybody dressed up to come downtown. So they would put on their Sunday best whenever they came to the cherry blossoms. It was really 
beautiful. Well, joining us now is our very own Billy V with some exciting entertainment news. Billy, what you got today? We got brand new music that's coming out. As a matter of fact, uh, this is brand new music for a ro romantic comedy musical. Ah. I know that sounds a little different. Yeah, very different. <laughs> and I have to admit it is too. But anytime we're talking about new music. So in this musical that they're going to be putting out, imagine 15 new songs that they are going to write. They have already slated five to be released uh, as an EP. One of the songs just dropped today, and the other song will drop on March 10th. So it's called Wahine from Waimea. Uh, let's tell you about the, who are the people that are involved with this. John, uh, Josh Goldman is the director. Uh, there is going to be uh, Brian Spicer, who's going to be the producer. Josh Goldman has been brought up here in Hawaii and elsewhere, so he's been involved with Hawaii for years and years and decades. Uh, Brian Spicer's been involved from Hawaii Five O to, uh, let's see, uh, Magnum P.I. and other productions, lots of local productions. Your lead actress is uh, Tiana Tully. She's been on Magnum P.I., Hawaii Five-0, and Disney. Uh, Bronson Verdi was on American Song Contest on oh, NBC. Yes. And, of course, Grammy Award winner John Cruz. Oh, love it. So you put all of this together. It's like, okay, yeah. well, what is this about? First of all, uh, we have for you today the music video for this. We have it, Wahine from Waimea. It's dropped. It has been exclusively made available to Hawaii News Now, so we have it before anybody else. Uh, it drops for the rest of the world coming up tomorrow. And we'll show that to you, a portion of that, coming up in a couple of moments. But they are going to do this because they want to put the music out there first so that the people get used to the music and familiar with the music. Yeah. And then, you know, because you're already, when you go to a musical, you already know the music. Yeah, right? of course. You know? Always feels good to listen and sing along. <laughs> and then, of course, there's now going to be the movie part of it. So they will start filming later this year. All in Hawaii. Story about aloha and other various things that have to do with Hawaii. John Cruz has a cameo, plays Tiana Tully's father. Tiana Tully, Bronson Verde have a love. They are love interests in this movie. Oh, all right. Well, we don't want to give away too much of the movie itself, but as you mentioned, here's some of that exclusive clips. Wahine from Waimea, time to pull yourself together. Wahine from Waimea, I think it's time that you remember. That home is where you find Ohana. Thank you so much, Billy. We definitely appreciate that exclusive look at that awesome music yeah, video. Just the images of Kauai are yeah. mesmerizing. Takes me back home, guys. Kauai. Ayo, Kauai. You saw Kalala Lookout there all the way in Kokei. Uh -huh. Beautiful. Waimea town. Super small town. Love it. All the way on the west side. Awesome <laughs> to see. Awesome to see. Well, taking a look at what's trending online. How about this story? You know, we love our animal stories on This Is Now. We sure do. And what a tale here. Two British canines are on their way to Thailand. Their mission, protect pangolins. The Labradors recently graduated from a training program in the work to sniff out live pangolins being smuggled through airports, uh, ports, and roads so they can be released back into the wild. The pangolins are critically endangered, and it's estimated 200,000 are trafficked each year. And there it is, our pangolins. pangolin video right there. <laughs> Talk about mesmerizing. Okay, what a creature. Now, I got to tell you guys, Mark was so excited for this pangolin story. Um, I 
don't know much about pangolins, but they sure look like an interesting creature. I wonder what they feel like. Is yeah, it they're, a they're hard the, shell. Is, I don't know. It's interesting to look at. <laughs> you know, the reason I'm so interested in pangolins is because you know, um, we're you know, when I read with the babies at home, yes. they're reading a kids book that has a pangolin in it. And so, like, you know, cute. we learn about, like, farm animals, and then yeah. a pangolin shows up and kind of just throws everything <laughs> off. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> hey, we want to give you guys one more live look outside. Yet again, same camera, different view. You can see it's starting to clear up. Again, these downpours really are moving through rather quickly, so that is some good news there. So uh, wherever you are across the state, be sure to send us your weather and photo pictures videos we'd love to see it for more information on that check out the weather section on hawaiinewsnow.com this podcast is sponsored by kapili solar roofing building peace of mind one roof at a time kids city adventure hawaii's only indoor luxury playground and long's drugs download the cvs app today and make long's a part of your day pizza pizza Pizza! Hungry for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha.